Entrepreneur on the Every Dot Black Entrepreneur Podcast Network, the show dedicated to helping protect your biggest asset, your well-being. This show is brought to you by Holy Living Health Coaching, where we get to the root cause of your health challenge and help you reach optimum health. I'm your emotional root coach, holistic health guide, and host, Tiffany Parker. First Timothy 4 and 8, New Living Translation states, Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. And this is our scripture for the month. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It has been a year now since the world was hit with COVID-19, something we thought would be over in just a few weeks. This pandemic has come and turned our world upside down and changed our lifestyles to a new normal of wearing masks, constantly washing hands, staying six feet apart, and that includes our loved ones, sanitizing and wiping everything down, staying at home, schools and businesses closed down. Now everyone is at home learning how to live with each other, and the list goes on and on. For someone such as me who has anxiety, I have found that my anxiety has went to another level. I know life alone has its set of normal anxieties such as feeling nervous before a big presentation at work. But now this pandemic has created so many other things to feel anxious about. Like many others, I wonder when will this pandemic be over and what will life be like? And most importantly, how do I overcome all these anxious thoughts rushing through my mind every day? How do I find some sense of normalcy in the midst of a new normal? So today I have back with me Dr. Andrea Hunter, the Executive Master Life Coach of the show and former pastor of Divine Power Ministries to help us navigate through the anxiety we are experiencing during this pandemic. So welcome back to the show, Dr. Hunter. Thank you so much, Coach Tiffany. You know it is always an honor for me to be here, and I'm truly excited about uh, where we are and where we're going. But uh, in the midst of all this, we're still dealing with the pandemic, and I know that even my anxiety is higher than it normally is. And if I have to, and I'm going through anxiety, I can only imagine what other women may be going through. And so I wanted to do a show. Yes, do we need to do a show for everybody? Probably, but women are home now at a rate that is just so overwhelming, not only being in the house, but just being in the house with everybody that they're not used to being in the house with. And now they were already being pulled in 12 directions, and they probably feel like now they're being pulled in 100. And so... What tools do we need to work through this? Yes, absolutely. And I can't wait to get into today's topic. It is going to be a pleasure to be able to discuss these things and, like you said, hopefully give them, the women out there, some tools to help them to overcome any anxiety that they may be experiencing at this time. But first, I'm going to give a quick recap of last week's show. So on last Monday... Our special guest was Katie Gasperi, a transformational health coach who shared her story of how eating more fruits and vegetables helped her body to heal from being fat on the inside while she was skinny on the outside. We discussed how many servings of fruit and vegetables uh, should we have a day and why is it important to eat the rainbow. Uh, Katie taught us about plant concentrate powders and how they have more health benefits for us 
been taking vitamins. We also discussed how fruit and vegetables are connected to our happiness. Now, let's march right into today's topic. So, Dr. Hunter, for our new listeners, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? And then for our listeners that already know you, maybe you can tell us one thing we might not know about you. Okay. Well, for those that don't know me, I'll start there. Let's see. I have been um, in ministry, believe it or not. I began adding up my years, and I've been in for 28 years now. Oh, my goodness. I'm still a babe. I'm still a babe. I'm still young. I know. And so it's hard to believe that I've been in business, but I mean, been in ministry for 28 years. But when you think about it, and uh, my great aunt, who was a minister as well, and then that kind of a pastor kind of translating onto me, I can see where it seems pretty natural and where I got that from. So I want to give kudos. It is Woman Month, and I could not be the woman that I am today if it wasn't for Dr. Ann Ryan, even though she didn't know how much she was feeding into that little girl that was sitting in the front row laying in her great-grandmother's lap. It is obvious to see who I am and the woman that I've become. So that's number one. Been in 28 years of ministry, I would say, um, and I'm also a coach, but my heart is women. Always have been um, and probably always will be. I believe that once you begin speaking to a woman and you hear her heart, you can always help her in the direction that she needs to go. And really, she has it on the inside of her. She just needs somebody to help it come out. So the biggest thing about me that people know about me or don't know about me is that I love butterflies because I believe that a butterfly is transformational. And so you will never see me. Anytime you see me, I always have a butterfly somewhere on me because I believe that you can start in a dark space like that butterfly. But if you leave me alone and let me do the work, I can emerge into something beautiful. Amen. I love that. Yes, she loves butterflies. So, And to speak to Dr. Ann Ryan, she was actually highlighted on our show last month. So that, wow. uh, that was awesome. Yes. So, Dr. Hunter, you know, we've, of course, heard the word before, anxiety, being anxious is something that we've used many, many, many times. But can you tell us what anxiety is? Yes, anxiety is uneasiness of the mind or distress that's caused by fear or danger or some misfortune. So when we look at this, when we look at where we are now and anxiety in a pandemic for women, we have an uneasy mind. That's exactly what's going on. We got distress that's caused by fears and we feel dangerous. We don't know. I mean, listen, just almost two months ago or a little bit more than two months ago, we had an insurrection in our nation. So that caused all kind of fears. We have our children who normally go to school every day. Now they're at home and they're trying to do their homework on a computer that's virtual and the, and the computer is falling apart and they can't get the teacher and they can't do the homework. Oh my God, that's a whole nother set of fears. Then I'm used to going to work and I get up every morning and I cook breakfast and I drop the kids off and now I'm not doing that and I'm trying to do work and I'm trying to figure out how to get groceries and I'm trying to help you because your computer going, my computer falling down, the dog can't get outside. Come on, you're talking about fears and misfortune and danger. Furthermore, we've never experienced anything like this, so we don't know what to do. All of that is high anxiety. That's what you got. 
Amen. Yes, I can identify with a lot of those. And so just to piggyback on that, like you were saying, as women, you know, in our household, you know, we have the kids, we have work, we have hubby um, that we have to tend to and take care of. And we're not used to all of that. You know, we're not used to everyone being around all at once. So how do we handle that? I know we're speaking to it and we know that that is probably what is causing a lot of anxiety, but how do we handle it? Uh, you are right. Even, you know, in our relationship, this is like, it's a whole lot. Here's the first thing I'm going to tell you to do. Breathe. No, seriously, breathe. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to get a plan. We are living with, you know, when we're married or any relationship, whether we're married or we live together or what that is um, nowadays that we're doing, we're not used to being around anybody 24-7. We don't like being around ourselves 24-7. I mean, I'm going to try to make y'all laugh a little bit. Uh, you know, when you're around yourself a long time and you've been in the house a couple of days by yourself, you'd be like, oh, I need a shower. You know, because you can't stand yourself after being around you for a few days. Hello? So imagine that. (laughs) Imagine now we got all these people in the house with us that we haven't had before that is not giving us any, any space whatsoever. We've got to get a plan. Anxiety has no plan, so it produces. So this is what's going on. It produces, when you don't have a plan, it produces anxiety, which then produces the fear, which produces the stress, which produces uneasiness. But this is, you know, I'm going to go to the God in me. God says, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. And so while you're breathing, I need you to hear that. He says, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. So God already knew that this was going to happen. So what do we need to do? Well, the first thing is God is saying, you got to get wisdom. That's what his word says. Get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get some understanding. We don't have no wisdom and we don't have no understanding. How do I do that? Well, now I really want to talk about our community. I think other communities are good at reaching out and getting help and getting therapy, getting them a therapist or getting a coach. But we in our community don't because there's some stigma attached to you crazy if you need a coach. You're crazy if you need a therapist. For some reason, we have that stigma. So therefore, and we start telling ourselves, well, I'm old enough or I can deal with this or everybody else is doing it, so I should be able to do it too. When everybody is suffering in silence and nobody is talking. So don't be afraid. Just re- I need some help. I don't know what to do. I do not have the necessary tools to handle this. Guess what? Get the tools so that you can. Amen. Amen. I would agree with you on that. We have to, as a community, we have to overcome the stigma of mental health, that it's okay, like you said, to say, I'm not okay. It's okay to ask for help and to have someone uh, coach you through these particular waters that have never been navigated before. So I 100% agree with you on that. So how does one handle the overwhelmness that this pandemic has brought on? Because like I mentioned in the beginning, right, we have a new normal. We got to make sure when we leave out, we got our mask, we got sanitizer, Mm -hmm. uh, or we got gloves on. 
or, you know, it's just, it's so much, you know, your checklist of what you need to leave the house now just to make sure that you're safe from the virus on top of just living life. You know, how does one handle the overwhelmness that all of this has brought on? And, and we're now a year, like I said, into this. Um, something that we thought would just be a few weeks and it would be over. It's now a, a year with no end in sight. Dr. Hunter, how do we deal with the overwhelmness that this pandemic has brought on? Uh, you are so right. I mean, even something as simple as the necessities, toilet paper, water, Lysol. I mean, you and I were talking the other day and we were like, have you been able to find a can of Lysol? No. Have you been able to find a can of Lysol? And we all know Lysol, you know, we always had that on the show. We can't find Lysol. So that is overwhelmingness all in its own. The things that we're used to and that were normal to us are now very hard for us to even find or do. We can't go to the restaurant. We can't do football, baseball. Our whole life has changed. We can't do anything. So how do we handle that? Well, the first thing we have to know is we're not alone. I think that we're not speaking out that, hey, I need help. We're not alone. So what can I do? Well, this is what I want you to do. I want you to start walking. Find a place of quiet that's for you. You know, get a sign on your door and, and lock your door if necessary. I need 20, uh, I need 20 minutes apiece. We all remember that, respect that. I can remember um, as a as a young girl when my mom worked every day and she would come home and, you know, I would be so excited to see the car pulling in the driveway. I can remember running out the front door. And I'd be, mommy, you home? Mommy, you home? And, you know, hugging her legs or giving her a kiss or whatever. And my mother would get in the house and be like, uh... Uh, I'm going to my room, I'm closing the door, give me 30 minutes. And that would kind of hurt my heart. I'd be like, why mommy don't want to be bothered with me? My, well, what my mother was saying was, is that I need a moment. I've been working all day. We don't know the frustrations, at least I didn't know the frustrations that she had on her job. You know, there may have been prejudice, whatever was going on in that particular moment. What my mother was saying to me is that I need a minute. And now that I'm so much older, I'm like, I respect my mom so much for knowing that if she had stayed in the room with me and I was doing, she might have been hollering, shut up. Stop, don't. I'm a, I get a whoop at all of that, just screaming at me because of the day she had. My mother had enough resign inside of herself or resonated inside of herself so well that she knew that she needed a moment. And once I got used to that was my mother's routine, I always gave it to her. And so we got to be able to do the same thing, whether that's walking, whether that's finding a quiet place, whether that's reading, or whether that's comedy. You have got to create a space for you. And what is happening is you no longer have a space. So that's what I would say. Hey, man, you are so right on the money with that. You do have to adopt a lot of self-care practices being in this pandemic. And with everybody, you know, like we said, being at home, and it's really everybody. Everybody just needs to find their moment that they can go and kind of reboot and re-energize and just have that moment to themselves so that you are not getting overwhelmed with each other and what each other has to do and, you know, the kids' assignments and homework and, and hubby got this going on and things like that. You know, you have to take that time to just take a break, take a breathing moment, regroup, and then come back to the fold. So absolutely. So now what about 
you know, there are some people that, you know, are alone. There's some people who live alone, who are single and things like that. So some people are feeling like I'm by myself. What do I do? Like they're feeling like stuck inside. So, so how do we speak to that particular person? Yeah, I wanted to make sure that when I gave these tools tonight, especially to women, because women, we can feel, and especially when we are, you know, we're on Facebook, we have all this social media, we're reading what everybody else is doing, or we're seeing what everybody else is doing, and we're like, I don't have none of that. So then we get into this comparison game. You know, she's doing this, she's doing that. I'm alone, I'm by myself. And what you have to do is say, okay, I may be alone, but I'm not by myself. Woo, that's good right there. I may be alone, Amen. but I'm not by my I'm not by myself, and that's what you got to decide. I'm not by myself, so what do you do? Well, some things in technology we don't like, but I have to say, in this pandemic, they are really coming up with some technology that I'm like, yes, because we can bring people and play virtual games with one another. Um, they got the TV shows now where you got watch parties so that you can call uh, your friends and you can watch the show together. They even came up, even for us older women, they even have come up, or I should say older people, but this show is dedicated to women, where they have um, an iPad, where it's called like a grandparent iPad, where you can use this iPad so that you can talk back and forth to your grandchildren. Very simple and very easy to use. And so what we have to do is to begin to think outside that box so that you're cooking a meal. Okay, you like to cook? Okay, well, get on the phone with your girlfriend, get on your iPad, and y'all cook the meal together. Or, or you know, be creative in connecting in a new way. Just because you're away doesn't mean you're away. Wow, that's good. Just because you're away does not mean that you're away. We can still have that connection. I may not be able to put my physical hand around you and love you, but I promise you, when I see your face on the screen now, it brings me so much love, so much joy. The anxiety that I'm feeling, it helps to melt away just by seeing your face. So let's not be alone. Let's find a place where we're never alone because virtually we can always be connected. Amen. I would totally agree with that. And actually, I would say I have connected more with my family. You know, we have our every other month now, our family is getting on a virtual call and getting to see everybody's face. It seems as though really this pandemic um, has brought out some good things. It all hasn't been negative. And, you know, maybe that's what we need to do as well is focus on the positive things that the pandemic has, has brought about. And the positive thing I would say for me is, being able to have more time to connect with my family because so much you're on that treadmill of life or that hamster wheel, I should say, that you have not even carved out a space to check in with your family every now and then. But now this pandemic for me has brought about, okay, life is short. People are losing loved ones. We have lost loved ones on our end. It's time to start caring for one another checking in on one another and making sure to connect. Like you said, even though we can't physically connect and touch and put our arms around each other, but now it means just as much for somebody to see your face and to know you care and that, you you know, we're checking in on one another. So, Dr. Hunter, my other question is, too, you know, we have some people that are feeling like they're not going to make it through this pandemic. Can you speak to that? Um, Because, you know, it's sad, but it's true. And not to put a put a damper on anything, but, you know, suicide is real. People having mm. thoughts 
of suicide yeah. is real. So it's, we don't you know, need to kind of skate around it or whatever. I, I would like for us to speak to that as well, because there is some people that are just feeling like they're not going to make it through the pandemic. So can you help us with that and speak to that situation? Yes, yes. Well, first thing I want to say is you can. Um, I'm feeling like, you know, you may be feeling like you can't, but I want to tell you you can. The problem is, is that you're not equipped with what the skills that you need. So you just need to learn it. Just like we got to learn the skills when we get a new job. I'm on a new job right now. And um, while I don't know I'm in the furniture business, I know absolutely nothing about furniture. However, I know how to sell. Oh, somebody gonna catch that in a minute. You know nothing about furniture, but no. So use, so I use the skill that I have. So what skill do you have that you're not using? What did you used to do at work that you now can transfer into home? You got to start talking to yourself and tap into who you are as you're learning the skill. Tell yourself the pandemic won't last forever, and you got to get grateful about the little things. I may not know furniture. I'm grateful about the little things, but I know how to sell. I may not make what I used to make, but I'm still making a living. Come on here. Hallelujah. I may not be able to go to the restaurant, but I can call the restaurant and have it delivered to my home. Come on. You know, you got you to gotta get grateful for where you are. I may not be able to go to Detroit because I now live in Raleigh and see my family, but I can show, get on this virtual uh, computer right here, and we can get on Zoom, and we can see each other and laugh and talk and make connections and become closer than we have been. How do you resolve the issue? Even if this may be, you may be in this pandemic, maybe you got an anger problem with a sister or a brother and you haven't talked to them in a long time or even a child and you all haven't spoke. This is the perfect opportunity to make that connection because people are dying every single day. Do you want to die or have them to die and you never really reconnected? Come on. We got so much that we can do and become grateful for that we're missing the real opportunity that God has given us, which is to come back together as a family. Celebrate your small wins, not be destroyed by them. Amen. Amen. I would totally agree with you on that. This pandemic, I believe, has just allowed us to hit the reset button, shall I say. And I think that's something that we were not taught something that was never kind of brought to us as a way to experience life. We have always been taught to, you know, go to school, get your degree, get your job, work in that job for 30 years, 40 years, retire, and then enjoy your retirement. But these days are different. Uh, We're living in different times. Yes. And we need to learn and teach each other that it's okay to hit the reset button. And this pandemic is showing us just that. Uh, Like you said, if you had to, you know, leave your job or you lost your job or whatever the case may be, what were you good at? What is your your gifts? What is your talents? And let's focus in on that and either create a business or hit the reset button and go on a different career path that you never know. You might enjoy more than you were, you know, enjoying your other job. And so I just want to say that as some words of encouragement, that it's okay to hit the reset button and recreate yourself when it comes to making a living, acquiring wealth, and being able to take care of yourself. We have that power, and so we need to use that. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. I 100% agree. And I just want to give maybe a little small testimony, you know, as we started today, I said I had been in ministry for 28 years, and for most of my life, I've been an entrepreneur. But coming um, back down here to Raleigh, North Carolina, and leaving everything that I was familiar with has given me the ability where I had to make some adjustments and go back to work. And so you were so correct. I had a job, um, lost a job. It seemed like everything was going backwards, and then the pandemic really made it worse. And I'm being honest. I even went into depression, and here I have all the tools, which has made me say I need to speak up. If I got tools and I'm having anxiety, I can imagine what those with absolutely no tools are going through. But in that and going back to work and actually having a job find me, which I'm currently in, and I said I know nothing about furniture, but what I realize is that selling is a gift. No matter what I'm selling, whether I'm selling my cosmetic line, whether I'm selling my life coaching, or whether I'm selling furniture, it is all the same thing, just a different item. I want y'all to get that. It's the same thing, just a different item. So while I don't know anything about furniture, and I've only been there a very short period, I've just been there a week now, and I have sold more than some of the people who've been there a year. I want y'all to get it because when you get it, you're going to shout. And it's, do, am I super bad? No, it's my gift. Wow. I, I, I'm just so grateful. It's my gift. So when you have your gift and you use your gift, what God does is he restores. He restores what you lost, what the canker worm has eaten up. He restores it. So God is giving it back to me. Why? Not because I'm so special, because I use the gift that he gave me. Amen. I, I could go, but I'm not going to go. I can go. I'm ready to go in. I'm ready to go in, right. Coach Parker, but I'm not going to go. Amen. I'm ready to go in, but I'm not right. going to go. I'm, trying, I'm holding it. I'm trying to stop myself. Hold it. Hold it. I hold use it. it. We are going to do it, Parker. Hold it. And we're going to come back next week. So hold it. Hold it. Hold your mule. Hold your mule. <laughs> so, so, Dr. Hunter, how can our listeners stay in contact with you, you know, or sign up for your services? Because um, you have dropped a lot of golden nuggets for us today. And so how can they uh, stay in contact with you? Absolutely. You can go to my website, which is so easy, www.iamworthit.webs.com. Dot com. Um, and you can leave me a message. You can see um, the entire site, all of that wonderful stuff. Please go there. Um, it may even be some tools on the site that I think that you will be able to use that will help you. All that part is free. The 800 number on there, 877. You can call me, 866. I'm sorry, 866-777-9596. So you can call me, whatever you like to do. I love to help you and work with you. And just let's have a conversation. It's not about making money or doing anything anything. Where I am right now is I just want to help you get your gift so that you can work the gift because the gift never stops giving. Amen. Amen. Well, this is the favorite part of the show that Dr. Hunter yes. likes. This is our yes. Did yes. You Know segment. So this is where I like to give a fun or interesting fact about the topic of the day. So according to an article, on thehealthy.com, there are some trusted home remedies that can relieve anxiety naturally. So number one, wow. chamomile tea. So chamomile's compounds may help ease anxiety symptoms according to a published uh, small study. 
Number two, get your daily dose of omega-3. There is some evidence that omega-3 fatty acids are one of the natural remedies for anxiety. So you can do so by eating canned fatty fish such as tuna and salmon, or you can eat walnuts and flaxseed. Breathe in lavender. So, you know, earlier Dr. Hunter told us, stop, breathe. So the Mental Health Clinician Journal stated that the essential oil of lavender has a favorable safety and efficacy profile to treat anxiety symptoms. Try putting a few drops of this oil on your pillow or in your bath or add a few drops to a cup of boiling water and inhale for a quick natural anxiety relief. Or like me, what I do is I put a few drops of it in my diffuser before I go to bed at night. It helps me to sleep better. Number four, you can add L-lysine to your diet. Some studies have shown a link to L-lysine to a reduction of anxiety symptoms. So try protein-rich foods such as bread meat, fish, and cheese. Number five, get some sunlight, guys. Sunlight increases your vitamin D levels and help decrease anxiety. Wow. A study reported, yes, anxiety, I mean, sunlight is so important to the body. A study wow. reported that people who spend 120 minutes or more per week in nature were more likely to report being in good health or having high well-being compared to those who didn't spend any time in nature. All right, so let's get our, our sunlight in, especially as the season's changing. Hey. We can get outside more and get some of that sunlight. Number six, exercise to combat stress. The Anxiety and Depression Association of America states that even just a brief walk lasting about 10 minutes can boost your mood. Number seven, Take a hot bath with Epsom salt. So with the common effects mm. of a hot bath, add some Epsom salt, which may help boost your mood and act as a natural anxiety relief. A published health journal wow. suggests that the magnesium sulfate in Epsom salt may help mild cases of anxiety. Yes. So sometimes it's just our body is, is deficient in a few things, and so that magnesium can help with some of the anxiety symptoms we, we may be experiencing. Uh, number okay. eight, cut out or cut down caffeine. The Mayo Clinic notes that caffeine may lead to sleeping problems, uh, which can affect moods, which can lead to depression and anxiety conditions. So make sure you Ouch. really limit your caffeine, okay? Number nine, Ouch. avoid. Ouch. These are things that we should write <laughs> <Right>, out. <laughs> These are things that we need to avoid, okay? So right now, we need to try to avoid caffeine, alcohol, and added sugars, processed meals, foods high in saturated fat, and fried foods, and then we want to increase our fruits, fish, and vegetables. We want to look into deficiencies, like I just said, deficiencies in magnesium, vitamin B12, and zinc right. that can contribute to anxiety. Right. And you want to make sure, guys, Especially as entrepreneurs, we are really good at this and at skipping meals. But please don't skip meals because you get so hungry that your blood sugar will drop. And this can cause and lead to an anxiety and attack. So please don't skip meals. You got to make sure you wow. keep your blood oh sugar level, okay, because that can also contribute okay. to anxiety symptoms, okay? And number 10, okay. make sure to try to eat these foods. 
So a healthy diet and lower anxiety levels seem to go hand in hand. So healthy suggestions for natural anxiety relief is to eat blueberries and peaches because they have a common effect on you, Uh, whole grains, oats, avocados, eggs, milk, food rich in vitamin C like oranges, spinach, and other dark green leafy greens, and indulge every once in a while in dark chocolate. Now that's my that's my kryptonite right there. That's my weakness is dark chocolate. <laughs> so mine too, my mine problem too, is, not gonna, is not going to be me actually eating it. It's going to be me uh, indulging every day on it. So I can't, you know, <laughs> say I'm going to indulge every once in a while. <laughs> my indulgement is every day. Okay. So... <laughs> But all these foods have nutrients that help improve your mood, uh, relieve stress, and help prevent anxiety. So, Dr. Hunter, I thought these were some great ways to help relieve anxiety naturally. Go to thehealthy.com to read the full article. And like I always say, I'm just sharing information that I have encountered. So please always check with your primary care physician or a holistic practitioner before adding any of these suggestions to your health care regimen. Well, Dr. Hunter, our time has quickly come to an end. I hope Dr. Hunter has really helped you guys to provide you with some coping skills to help you overcome the anxieties of this current world. Dr. Hunter, is there anything else you would like to add before we end the show? Uh, I mean, I have lots to add. That's why we're going to do a part two show. I've got a lot yes. to add. i got a lot to add. <laughs> but um, I don't want to add any more tonight. And the reason is because, one, of course, we're out of time. But two, because I don't want us to get overwhelmed in what we can do and not being overwhelmed. So exactly. if we just start working on, yeah, if we just start working on something, if we just start somewhere, if I just make a phone call, if I just get on Facebook, if I, you know, whatever that is, if you just do something, then I'm hoping next week that you feel a little bit better than you are feeling this week. And then we, you and I, would have won. Amen. Amen. There is a heightened level of anxiety for many of us, and it has become the new program running in the background of our daily lives. But together and with Christ, we can do all things. So let's help each other not to even absorb the anxiety, but take this time to discover new ways for you and your family to not only find comfort, but to thrive. Stay true to who God created you to be. Just take it one day at a time. Control what you can and release the rest to God. Stay grounded in the present. For the Bible tells us not to worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Stay focused on being a vessel of love for you and your family because love cures and heals all things. First Peter 5 and 7 states, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. And like Dr. Hunter said, don't ever forget that God will never leave you or forsake you. I'm your emotional root coach, holistic health guide, Tiffany Parker. I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at Tiffany at every.black or reach me on my Facebook page and that's Holy Living, W-H-O-L-E-Y, Living Health Coaching. And while you're there, check out my highlighted product or tip of the week. Or visit my website, www.holyliving, W-H-O-L-E-Y, living.wixsite.com 
forward slash Parker or follow me on Instagram under the Healthy Entrepreneur Radio Show. And may everyone be safe and healthy and have a marvelous and mindful Monday. And remember, optimum health is your birthright. We as a people have had to overcome slavery and secondly obtain our civil rights. But the third piece is economic equality. And I'm convinced that we can only achieve economic equality through entrepreneurship with the use of technology. My name is Jimmy Davies, and that is why I created the Every.Black website for entrepreneurs. So visit us today at www.every.black, E-V-E-R-Y dot B-L-A-C-K. Learn about entrepreneurship and be on your way to financial freedom. Just go to every.black, E-V-E-R-Y dot B-L-A-C-K. No.com, no.net. Just every.black. .black is the new.com. Thank you.